This presentation is from Design Leadership 2020. Okay, our next speaker up and our, our uh, last speaker for this segment uh, before we take a break for morning tea is Lucy Denton. Uh, Lucy joins us from Dovetail in Sydney. Um, prior to that, she was with Atlassian uh, for a number of years. We are very happy to have Lucy here with us today. Hello, Lucy. Um, and uh, following on from uh, Mag's talk, you're going to be uh, talking about how to be an effective mentor. Welcome and thank you and over to you. Hi, everyone. Um, thank you so much, Steve, for that lovely intro. Um, my name's Lucy. I am a senior designer at Dovetail. Uh, we're a Sydney-based startup, if you haven't heard of us. We build a platform for collaborative UX research analysis and storing research data and insights. Um, but I did just join them recently, a couple of months ago, actually. I've been working for the company longer in isolation than I have in person, but it's been okay. Um, and just prior to that, I was at Atlassian and I was a senior UX designer there for just over five years. Well, I worked there for just over five years. So some of the um, experience and stories I uh, tell you about today is from my time at Atlassian as well. Um, so today I want to talk about design leadership aside from management, which I think is a great follow on from uh, Mags's presentation. Um, so thank you so much for that, Mags. Um, I think often when people hear design leaders or design leadership, they think of people managers and heads of, which of course is not wrong, but um, these are specific roles, whereas leadership is rather the particular skill of being able to guide and influence other people. Um, leadership is a skill that you learn and develop over time rather than a position you're put into, such as management. Um, and of course, managers and heads of require good leadership skills for their roles, but really anyone on the team can be a good design leader and a good mentor to others on the team. Um, personally, I think having a mentor or even multiple mentors in your career is one of the best things you can do to grow and support your career, um, aside from first-hand experience, of course. Uh, but personally, I've found it, I've found learning from another person who has potentially more experience than me or even just different experience from me um, to be super valuable and much more practical than learning from other resources like books and podcasts. At Atlassian, uh, the design team actually has a really good culture of mentoring. Um, often senior individual contributors on the team, senior designers, um, are encouraged to take on mentees as a way of supporting um, their own growth and uh, growing in their own leadership skills. And often managers will connect their reports um, with seniors within the business uh, for mentorship opportunities. Um, I do think that Atlassian does a great job leveraging senior individual contributors as a way of uplifting the entire team. Um, for one thing, senior individual contributors are often really strong in their craft. 
So for another IC, they can choose someone as a mentor who is particularly skilled in an area that they want to grow in. Individual contributors are often more in the weeds and closer to the day-to-day -day compared to managers, depending on the context, of course, but it was often like this at Atlassian. Um, so uh, IC mentor may have more context of the situation, particularly if they're in the same team or same business unit, and they may be able to give a more junior individual contributor more relevant feedback and advice. And lastly, a really big reason why I think it's great to leverage senior designers as mentors is because I think it's often much easier to be open about problems you're having and challenges you're facing with someone who is not your manager. Um, especially, I think this is especially true if you're junior staff. Um, I'm sure you've all heard of the book Radical Candor by Kim Scott and Benet Brown has a couple of works that relate to this um, theme and over the past few years I feel there's been this big push in the industry for managers and reports to develop these open and honest relationships and be vulnerable with each other as a way of building trust and a great manage report relationship. And I think this is an excellent place to be. Um, I'm definitely an advocate for it. But in reality, it is really hard to build that kind of relationship with your manager. And I think it takes time and a lot of effort to build that kind of relationship. Because at the end of the day, your manager influence your performance review, how much you get paid, promotions, what opportunities you get, and it's only natural for people to want to show their manager their best side. But of course, the downside is of that is people don't bring uh, things that they're struggling with um, to their managers, and they can turn into bigger problems later down the line, or they may not get the support they need to grow in their career. Um, so my experience just much easier for people to develop that kind of relationship where they can be honest about challenges and mistakes they've made with someone who has no influence over their performance review or their pay, etc. Could be someone in a completely different business unit or team or even a different company. So they're completely detached. And I'm definitely not saying that people should not trust their managers and you should not work towards these relationships with your managers. Um, I think you definitely should. Uh, but at the end of the day, as managers, you want your reports to get the support they need to learn and grow in their careers. And I think that this guidance can come from multiple people. Uh, as I mentioned, leadership and being an effective mentor are skills that are developed. You develop them and you get better at them over time. So it's something you need to practice. Mentorship is not as simple as showing up for a coffee catch up once a fortnight and doling out some advice. Um, I've had many mentoring relationships in my career uh, as the mentee and as the mentor with varying success. Um, so I would like to share what I've learned about being an effective mentor with you all today. Mentor relationships are just like any other relationship. They require effort and care from both parties. 
the first thing I recommend doing is specifically agreeing uh, that you are entering a mentoring relationship. Um, mentoring relationships can be initiated in a number of ways. It could be um, someone reaching out to you directly, uh, a manager in your organization connecting you, um, could be through an external mentoring program. But regardless of how it's initiated, I think it's good to make sure you're both on the same page and align on expectations by both agreeing you're entering a mentoring, mentee-mentor relationship. As a mentor, you want your mentee to bring their biggest challenges to you, their fears and their mistakes to you. And in order for that to be possible, you need to build a relationship with each other where you have mutual trust and respect for one another. If your mentee does not trust and respect you, you won't be able to guide and influence them and they won't feel comfortable opening up to you and being honest with you. Similarly, if you don't truly care about your mentee and their success, it's going to be really hard for you to build this bond. Which brings me to my next point, which is that building this kind of relationship where you both trust and respect each other takes time and you need to be patient with it. You don't trust someone you just met overnight. Um, there are some mentoring programs that uh, connect students and people getting started in the industry with professionals. And a lot of them run for about three months, which in my opinion could be great for connecting people, but three months is just lo not long enough to build an effective mentoring relationship where um, you can be open and honest um, with each other. The best mentoring relationships that I've had in my career, um, being the mentee, have taken about nine months to a year to really develop to a point where I feel like I can tell that person anything or ask um, that person anything. And I just wanted to share a quick little um, story. On my first day at Atlassian, I started at Atlassian as a graduate designer. So it was my first job out of university. And on my first day, I was introduced to a senior designer who would become my mentor. And the first thing he asked me was, are you an intern here for three months or are you a full-time employee here for good? And I said, I'm a full-time employee. And he said, great, I can invest in you then. And at the time, I thought that was an odd thing to say, um, but he really did invest in me. And in hindsight, I realized that mentoring relationships do require a lot of investment um, from both parties in order to be successful. Um, as I said, building this kind of relationship is a two-way street, but I think as the mentor, it can seem like you have the upper hand um, so it can be a good idea to put in a little extra effort to make the first moves in building that relationship. And a great way to do this is to talk about your own failures, mistakes, and things you've learned in context of your mentoring sessions. I think this kind of personal vulnerability is a great way to set the tone in your mentee-mentor relationship that it's okay to talk about anything. Um, but as I said before, it's really hard to build a relationship where you feel like it's okay to do this, even for the mentor. So you just need to be patient and give it time. Um, as I mentioned, there are different ways that mentoring relationships can be initiated. Uh, if someone 
that you know is reaching out to you. Maybe they're on your team or in your company and they've reached out to you and asked if you can be their mentor. Um, it's likely that they already have some trust and respect for you and you for them. So that can be a great start to the relationship. Uh, but if you've been connected to someone that you don't know and is essentially a stranger, um, it will be, of course, a little bit awkward at first and you just have to work a little harder and spend a bit more time building the foundations of your relationship first. After you've both agreed that you are mentee and mentor, the next thing I recommend you do is to agree on a schedule. So this could be how often you'll meet, for how long, uh, where you're going to meet, whether it's face-to-face -face or um, VC, or if you'll have email communications. And I think this is really good for setting expectations and ground rules for communication. I think it's important to plan for relationship building time, and that could be going for coffee or getting lunch, kind of more social interactions, um, and also time for working towards your mentee's goals or focusing on their work. And I do think it's important to distinguish between that time and make sure it's booked in the calendar. Um, because from my experience being a mentee, usually the time to work on your relationship doesn't end up happening. Um, I think people get busy and a coffee catch up or a lunch doesn't seem like a priority. Um, but in actuality, that kind of interaction goes a long way towards building your relationship and will make your mentoring sessions um, much more effective. In order to make sure your time together is well spent, I recommend having a mentor plan and coming to each mentoring session well prepared. So you can develop a mentoring plan together by discussing with your mentees what their goals are, what their career goals are, and what they hope to get out of the mentorship. And then each time you meet for a session, you should both come prepared with what you want to talk about. And this time is really for them. Um, so I always let them lead with what they wanna talk about. But if I have feedback or questions about something that they've shown to me previously, I'll make sure I come prepared with that so we don't waste any time. One of the hardest um, learning curves for me as a mentor was learning how to really listen to someone. And I find that when you're experienced designer mentoring a more junior designer, it is really easy to want to solve all their problems for them or tell them exactly what to do to fix it. Um, my little sister calls this big sister syndrome, um, something that I have done a lot to her. Um, but just to give you an example, one of my growth areas early on in my career was to improve my visual design skills. And I had a couple of mentors who, when I presented them with a visual design problem or challenge that I was dealing with, they would take my computer and fix the design for me, um, like really quickly and do something amazing in front of me. And the effect of this was that it made me feel really bad, it made me feel like I couldn't do the work, like I needed someone to come in and fix it for me. And at the end of the day, I didn't feel accomplished because I, I didn't do the work on my own. Um, but I also wasn't improving my skills or learning anything from that interaction. 
as a mentor, your job is not to dole out advice or save the day, um, but rather to empower your mentee to find the answers themselves. And in your sessions with your mentee, while they lead the session, you really need to listen to what they're saying and ask probing questions as a way of guiding them towards a solution. These are just some examples of questions you might consider asking your mentee. Although I always encourage my mentees to come to sessions prepared, as I mentioned earlier, sometimes, especially early on in the relationship, when things are still a little bit awkward and uncomfortable, uh, they don't have that much to talk about um, or they're having trouble opening up. So questions like, what are your priorities at the moment? How are you tracking with this thing that we spoke about previously? Can really help you understand what's worth spending your mentee-mentor time on. Your mentee always has more context of the situation than you do. So often I have mentors who would not really listen to what I was saying and give me blanket advice um, without understanding the situation. And although it was always well intended, it's often misinformed advice and that can really be more confusing than helpful for a mentee. So I find questions like, what does the ideal outcome look like for you? What are the next steps that you're planning to take? Um, can really help you as a mentor understand what they're trying to achieve. And then finally, I usually ask my mentees um, to tell me how I can best support them or what they would like from me and ask for feedback on my mentorship so I can kind of narrow in on what is most valuable, what they're finding most valuable. Sometimes a mentee asks you a question or is dealing with a situation that you don't have experience with personally or you don't have a good answer for. I've seen mentors in the past kind of make up advice for mentees in this situation. And I do understand that as a mentor, you can feel pressured to know all the answers to everything. But obviously this is misleading and probably unhelpful. And I don't think there's any shame in not knowing everything. No one knows everything. Um, so I always try to tell my mentees, if it was my project or situation I was in, what would I do next? And if the answer is genuinely, I would reach out to someone else in my network who knows more about this area or this subject than I do, um, I would connect them with that person. And I think that sharing your network is one of the most valuable things you can do for your mentee. As a more experienced person in, in any industry, you've built up this network of professionals over time who you can draw on for advice. Um, and uh, that's one of your most valuable assets. So sharing that with your mentee can unlock more support and more experience for them to draw on as well. And finally, as a mentor, you can play a huge role in increasing someone's self-confidence. I have found um, that often someone who reaches out for a mentor or someone who self-identifies that they need a mentor is someone who is perhaps suffering from imposter syndrome or lacking a bit of self-confidence. A bit of 
positive feedback here and there um, can do a lot for increasing someone's uh, confidence. And this really makes a difference in what opportunities your mentee puts their hand up for, um, how they think about their own work and their own performance and can go a long way um, in terms of their success. Um, so I think that's really valuable. And those are all the tips I have for you today. Um, these are things that I've learned in my career so far from being a mentee and a mentor. I think mentoring is a huge responsibility and requires a lot more work and care than people think. I don't think it's something to take on lightly if you can't commit to it. Uh, but in saying that, I've found being a mentor extremely rewarding and I think you can have a huge impact in someone's career by being their mentor, as well as growing your own leadership skills and your own confidence. Um, and although I don't have regular sessions with past mentors of my own anymore, for those who I did build a great relationship with, I still keep in contact with them. And I know that they're people that I can reach out to at any point um, in time. And in fact, just a last little anecdote, my current manager and the CEO of Dovetail, um, his name's Benjamin, he is someone who mentored me years ago at Atlassian um, in the first year. Um, of my career and we he ended up leaving and starting Dovetail but we kept in contact all these years and have supported each other over the years and I trusted him enough to join him in his own company um, so I think that's a great example of a great mentoring relationship. Um, so I hope this is valuable um, for you guys. Uh, every company culture, every relationship is different of course and these are things that have just worked for me, but I would love to know other learnings people have or other tips people have for effective mentorship. Um, so feel free to reach out and thank you very much. Thanks so much, Lucy.